Okay, so this week we are going to do some parables. Yay, my faves. Just sort of, a lot of these stories happen again and again. They're kind of the same. So I'm going to... Throwbacks. We're going to do throw. Let's call them throwbacks. That's a mm. good idea. That makes it sound sort of like interesting and referential rather than just plain repetitive. Yeah. And we're also going to talk about hell. Yay. Because uh, we've not done much about hell. No, and it does seem like one of the main focuses. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because we said already that Satan doesn't really um doesn't really hang out very much, does he? Nah. We saw he's him. Like, yeah, he's just not in it anywhere near as much as I thought he would be from what like the Simpsons and Futurama <laughs> had me to believe when I was a kid. I thought he'd be in it like all the fucking time. Well, I mean, if you go to church, you'll hear about Don't Satan. Don't they do hell often. houses? For so Halloween, they do like how who who don't who do that the Christians the Christians yeah that you go to the church and they've got like a instead of like a ghost ghost train or whatever like what we went on, uh they have like a hell house and it's like gay marriage and stuff like that. What the fuck are you talking about? This is seriously a thing, like in America. Yeah, in America you can't. The, but I swear they must do it here as you well. You can't like just say America and them. Um, they they obviously there's links here. between what I was brought up with and America, but America's like. Another level. It's the American version. I think the stuff that you'll see like in the news from America, yeah, yeah. there will always be some wild shit that some American out there is pulling. It's like the most eccentric versions of anything does seem to come from there. It's like how you can Google uh, the challenge where you Google your birthday and Florida man and see what crazy headline comes up. <laughs> There's one every day. Have you done it for you? Yeah. What was it for you? Florida man dies in an explosion after attempting to microwave a microwave. Oh dear. Yours is Florida man caught trying to steal ice cream truck. Oh, that's not as good. Actually, ice cream truck. Yeah. I wonder truck. if that's for the ice cream or you for, think the it's truck. for the truck. I think it's for the jingle. Oh, you mean an ice cream van? An ice cream truck I thought was going to be a oh, truck no, no, that like sort of transports no, 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 no. huge amounts of ice to cream across fair, borders. A refrigerated van is a very expensive thing to have, so it's it's a good steal. Mm-hmm. Like, they cost a lot. Mm, for sure. Yeah, he's a sensible guy. Yeah. So anyway, there's this bit where Jesus says, there's going to be a bit of persecution involved in following me, mm. right? However, you shouldn't fear people that can only hurt the body because... God tortures fucking souls, guys. He can literally put you in hell for fucking ever, right? Mm. The body, that's gone in like 80 years, but you've got eternity to think of, and he can make that fucking nasty time for you, right? So who are you scared of, really? Now, that's not how he puts it, right? But that is a good... Again, this seems like the kind of persuasive tactic that a cult would use. What you're afraid of, physical pain or psychological eternal pain? Yeah. No, what he actually says is, don't fear the person who can hurt the body, but the person who owns like the keys to hell. Still, you know. Mm. But yeah, like so, so you'll you'll get some Christians who, basically, the hell doctrine's a bit unpalatable, right? What do you mean? Well, you know, who wants to believe that? If you can sort of choose some of the things you believe and yeah. interpret your way around things, yeah, you don't want to believe your your mate's going to hell anyway, right? Mm. So you sort of work your way around it. The hell isn't actually mentioned as much as you'd think in the Bible. Mm. There's a few bits that we'll do today. There's also this burning sort of rubbish dump outside the city of Jerusalem <laughs> called Gehenna. Gehenna. 
when anyone's like, Jesus, what's hell like? He's like, you know, the burning rubbish dump that's just always burning all the time outside the city? That's hell. We'll talk about hell a little bit more, even though we're jumping ahead. There's right. another phrase that you might have heard of before, yeah, which is gnashing of teeth. Have you heard yeah. of gnashing of teeth? Like Nasher from the Beano. Not like Nasher. That's just the word gnashing. Gnashing of teeth. Gnashing of teeth. Yeah, wailing and gnashing of teeth. No, I I've literally never heard saw this. that twice in the last month from I'm just like life. TV, books, no, whatever. I haven't had that. I okay. thought gnashing of teeth was literally just gnashing. I thought they were one and one and the same. No, the na- so they, if this is a Jesusism, mm. he says that when people are cast into the lake of fire, there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Huh. I've known if I've ever seen a someone gnashing, but it's. it's I just yeah, I can't not think of Nasher, just what Nasher does. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're sort of reduced to dog form, well, that's not certainly good, it? it's certainly a lot more scary than nipping of teeth, isn't it? Nope. It's a nip of a teeth. Yeah. There are only two dogs in the Beano, aren't there? Nasher and Nipper. Nipper had just one tooth, didn't he? One big triangle tooth. Did you read the Beano, Alice? I did, but... I got it every year from 1996 to 2003. I meant every week then. That wouldn't have been impressive. I got it every week from 96 to 2003, apart from one week when we were on holiday in the Isle of Wight. And they only had last week's. So I still bought that one. Bloody Isle of Wight. Read it again. I know. Ruined a seven-year trend you should have stayed there an extra week then they'd have had because then i'd have missed the next week so i went back once i was there that was it yeah gone we tried to find last week's in the shops and he got back wasn't there too popular the beano do you know i think i don't think as a as a child we ever really got that into that many magazines Mm -hmm. i definitely was a fan of girl talk which is a great magazine from the 90s but our next door neighbor was the one who always kind of bought us comics um, but she would, it was, it was quite sneaky because she would buy one for me, one for my brother. And of course she was a bit older. They were very gendered. She'd buy me like a princessy one and my brother, the Beano, mm-hmm. but I was the one who always answered the door. So I just kept them both. You, and he never knew. Well, no, I just left them on the, you know, I read them the both. The Beano is a very shareable good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it was around the house, but okay. I read them both. Okay. I wasn't really into the whole unicorn princess stuff i, was I remember thinking kind of my girl. little pony was a banging show yeah it's a good show but i never asked for the little missus are you coming out as a brony right now no no i think <laughs> maybe it's the the music often it's the tunes that get me my little pony my little pony yeah, that one so, so, yeah, that yeah was come, come to think of it actually maybe it wasn't that good <laughs> all right so do you remember we were talking about yeast the other day mm. i don't know what explanation i gave what he says, beware the leaven of the Pharisees. Yeah. What did I say about that? I don't remember. Okay. What did he say? Well, what I realised looking up, up again today, because Jesus says this constantly, beware mm. the leaven of the Pharisees. So that, yeah, the leaven is the yeast that you like put a little bit in. Yeah. And it sort of makes more. It a sort of spreads thing. its way yeah. through and infiltrates the whole thing. Yeah. Right? So he's saying if you've got some bad doctrine from these Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Even if you incorporate a bit, it might ruin the whole thing. Yeah. Because it will spread. 
Now, Jesus is doing a pun. It's sort of a joke, right? Yeah. This is the problem with read it in English, is you don't actually know what he actually said, right? So the word yeast uh-huh. is chamira, and the word teaching is amira. So when he's saying beware of the teaching of the Pharisees, beware of the amira, and the yeast would be the chamira. So he's doing a pun. Oh. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, for sure he is. How, what is it in its original? Can you do it in its original? What, the whole sentence in Hebrew? Yeah. No, I can't speak that language. Oh. All right. Yeah. It's hard to get the pun when you're not speaking the language the pun is in. Yeah, but you can acknowledge that there's just a, a one new yeah, sound, sound at the beginning. Yeah, they sound similar. Yeah. So that's what he's playing off. Okay. So yeah, an inspiration to you, Alice. I liked it. It was good. Well done, Jesus. Oh, and then the other the other bit that's sort of repeat from all the other stories that happens mm. is he heals a woman on a Sunday, and by Sunday Yay. I mean a Saturday. Okay. She has. Um, what she have? She has Leprosy. the bad back that really old people have, where they, they it just gets really. They just get real hunched. Yeah, and they, and start they just can't walk floor. straight anymore. Yeah, and he heals her on the Sabbath. Meh, 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 they didn't like it, and then he brings out the "Would you help your donkey on a Saturday?" and they go. <sighs> Maybe, yeah. yeah. And I then he's like, that. this lady's a bit more important, blah, blah, blah. She's more important than her donkey. So, Which yeah. Is a lesson all of our society needs to learn right now. No, I think that we need to lift up donkeys also. In fact, I think I'm going to make a donation to a donkey sanctuary this week. All right. Because um, I keep thinking about the place I went to in Morocco. It was called Jarjir Mule and Donkey Refuge. Mm. I mean, it's got five stars from 28 reviews, Yeah. right? And that's not even me yet. It's the best place I've ever been. I would, I could live there for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's absolute paradise. These <laughs> old donkeys from Marrakesh, mm. once they've, they're too old to pull the cart anymore, mm. they all just get abandoned on the street. Oh, really sad. But then they get taken here to this donkey retirement home. Oh. And it's just so lovely. And then you can go out amongst them because they're not like horses yeah. who are evil and arrogant and obnoxious <laughs> and scary. <laughs> Wait, why do you hate horses so much? No, no, they're fine from a distance, but All you right. wouldn't get amongst them. They can, they'd bonk you in the face. Only if you scare them. you just got to have some respect. Yeah, but they get scared a bit easy. Whereas donkeys are like dogs dressed as horses. I think it's probably because people have just been jumping on their backs for like thousands of years. Well, donkeys have also been ridden about. That's true. And are very pleasant about it. They hold no grudges. To be fair, I do like donkeys. I used to have a donkey that... I think I've told this story. You used to have a donkey? I used to have a donkey that I walked past every day <laughs> on the way home from school called Zoe the donkey. And she had her own little field. It's right on my way home from yeah, school, no, so I'd I stop and this, give her some grass. I'm happy to hear a story about a donkey. It's good. She's She was a lovely donkey. She's dead now. Oh, it's a shame. Better place. The ground. <laughs> the woman's better than a donkey. Yeah. I'd call it a tie. Right? That's um, good enough for me. So It does the job. They're happy to help the donkey out. It's a tie. Help the woman out as well. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I agree with you. <laughs> Actually, maybe I do. Some women are shit. No, I'm not. I'm not bringing maybe the woman down. Dick. I'm bringing the donkey up. <laughs> okay. Some people are terrible. Maybe donkeys are better. Donkeys are kindly beasts. Mm-hmm. Okay, now. I know what to get you for your birthday now. Let's talk about hell again. Uh, some people come to Jesus and say, this heaven business, a lot of people are going to be there. Mm. Or is it an exclusive party? And Jesus says, 
narrow is the gate that leads to heaven. Oh, yeah. And many there will be that try and get in. Yeah. Then you'll all be knocking and God will be like, I don't even know who you guys are. And then Peter's there just like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Did you do a good job? Come on in. Jesus goes to a dinner party at the Pharisee's house. Mm. Um, They love trapping him, asking him difficult questions. As you do. But. It's a bit like when you're a vegetarian and people are like, oh, but if you're on a desert island, wouldn't you eat a wild pig to stay alive? And it's like, I'm never going to be in that situation. And the answer is just yes anyway. Probably. But it doesn't. I've got a very convenient vegetarian diet right here. Yeah, that's a reasonable card to play. Mm. So Jesus says to the Pharisees, if you're on a desert island, no, he didn't say that. Um, <laughs> but he's a guest, so instead of them winding him up, he decides that he's going to wind them up instead. And he does some parables to sort of um, have a little jab at them. So these Pharisees, mm-hmm. they've got pretty big ideas of themselves, you know. Yeah. They think that, you know, they're better than everyone else. So what Jesus says is, all right, guys, let's say you go to a wedding. Where are you going to sit down at the party? You don't want to sit on the top table, are you? That'd be weird, right? Because if you go to the top table, mm. someone's going to be like, you're not a top table guy. Mm. You need to move down. And that's going to be embarrassing. So what you should do is go to the bottom table. And then when you get moved up a table, brilliant. <laughs> you're a winner. Who's, who's in charge of this? You make a wedding. You make like the plan of where people are going to sit like months in advance of a wedding. Well, not not in these days. Right. It was more easy going on the, on the planning. Yeah. And you'd Clearly, have a, if they you'd have forgot, about a week ap- it's about a week party wedding enough, here as well. They didn't plan far enough in advance to have enough wine for the whole wedding. Yeah, exactly. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. Throwback. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically, you're saying to them, "You think great of yourself, and I'm going to put you down. But if you sort of, you know, mm. humble yourself a bit, you know, you might be going up again." Yeah. Think about that. Second one. Is this what Kendrick Lamar meant when he was saying? Sit down, stay humble. Yes. Number two, he says, when you have a party, right? Now, these people are rich people throwing big feasts all the time. Yeah. We're not really a feasting people these days, are we? No, we're just not really rich. Yeah. Um. So we don't get invited to full-blown feasts, banquets no. and the sort. I think that's just our... I think they still do big feasts, like... Don't they still do like big feasts at like Cambridge and Oxford and stuff? Yeah, they'll. I could imagine them having some feasts. I think our equivalent is an all-you-can-eat buffet. Yeah, it's the Imperial Chinese in Chelmsford, which mm. I think actually got f- shut down for a zero hygiene rating. I was thinking of Indian Veg in uh, Chapel Market. Mm-hmm. It's a brilliant restaurant, guys. Go if you get a chance. Mm. They do a spicy mashed potato. It's delicious. Mm. What type of potato? Mashed. No, no, that's not a type of potato. What do you mean, what type Before of Before it's mashed, what type of potato is it? I don't know. Just regular potato, it's but a, yeah. stuff in it. Okay, cool. It's like... Yeah, sounds good. It's it's like a like a curry spice potato. It's absolutely brilliant. Highly recommend going there. Indian veg, it's brilliant. And it's got weird slogans all over <laughs> the walls. Wait, where's this? Trying to. It's in Chapel Market Angel. Um, oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, and it's got these weird slogans everywhere, including one poster that's like... What did all of these prime ministers have in common? They all ate vegetables. <laughs> it's a really weird, like, trying to convert you to vegetarianism place. And it's just got all of these weird 
pseudoscience facts about like turmeric on the wall. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's difficult to tell if they think it's funny or not. I don't think but they I don't do. Think they did. I didn't think I so think either. I think they're doing it in all seriousness. But, I mean, if anything's going to turn people vegetarian, it's their food. It's very good. Yeah, no, it was tasty. Yeah. All right. Number two, if you have a party, Jesus says, don't just invite your friends like you're doing. You've been very insular, mm. right? Why not just invite the local poor people around for a big dinner? Because if you invite your friends around for dinner... Well, you know that they're going to invite you around for dinner next time. You're not mm. really being nice, thinking you haven't been a nice person throwing a big banquet. Yeah. But if the poor people can't pay you back, that's when you know you're doing a good thing. Mm. And that way, you'll be banking it for later because God will reward you later. Yeah. Which is where I think he ruins it because Jesus has basically said you're, you're going to get a reward later. So then you're yeah. still doing it for the wrong reason. You're still doing it to get into heaven. It's like the point system in the good place. Where it's like, if you know that you're doing good stuff gets you into heaven, you're not doing it out of true altruistic reasons. It's it's all self-serving. Yeah, yeah. becomes an ulterior motive. It, or it's like that episode of Friends where, is there yeah. any such thing as a selfless good deed? Altruism, maybe, yeah. you're thinking of. And I was thinking of good deeds, and it's uh, Phoebe lets a bee sting her. Because she doesn't know they die right after so she's like, the bee looks strong in front of all of his bee friends, and I don't feel good at all. <laughs> but the bee's dead. Yeah. That was a hard-hitting episode. It was. The thing is, the point you raise is good, and one that ultimately led to my collapse of faith. Oh. Because the whole point of trying to be a good person to then either show your friends that Jesus is the way and you, mm. you're afraid their friends are going to hell, right? Yeah. So you want them on board. So you want to be a good person for them. Or if you're trying to do it to sort of, even if you you think you're doing it to sort of make God happy, mm-hmm. it's still not a reason. No. If you think it's good, you have to do it because it's good. And that's it. At which point, no one else should be involved. You have to just sincerely think you're doing the right thing and that's got to be enough. Yeah, see, it got kind of tricky after then. Um. Anyway, story number three. Pretty much the same as story number two. Um, I've got to be honest, though. Yeah. You know, the whole dinner party thing. Yeah. Isn't it kind of, like, kind of annoying when your friend invites you around for dinner and you think it's just going to be, like, you and your friends? And then there's loads of poor people you don't know there. No, there's just people you don't know. It's not if they're poor or not. And you're like, oh, now I have to, like, behave. And you know when you like go to meet someone and they've got a friend with them that you don't know? And I do this a lot. I'm guilty of always inviting everyone to everything. You've got dreadful friends that you bring along. <laughs> yeah, you. Um, <laughs> uh, no, The and most then, basic, but ultimately uh, the most best tr- response. Most yeah. true. Um, and then you, if you don't necessarily get along with these other people that they know, then you've just got quite an awkward evening on your on your hands. Whereas if it's your friends, you know them. It's all good. It's not going to be any awkward feelings because you already know your friends. Well, sometimes when we're hung- hanging out, I still do wonder, you know. <laughs> what? Why? Why is she here? <laughs> <laughs> Story number three. Jesus says, it's not hypothetical this time. He says, there's a guy that planned a big banquet, invited all his friends, but they all have excuses. Mm. I bought a new ox and I need to go get some... I need to wash some, its hair. Some litter <laughs> for his litter tray. Um, and one person says I've married a wife 
I've married a wife. So I can't come now. Okay. <laughs> um, but wait, why wasn't he invited to the wedding, eh? Well, the the thing is, the excuses aren't supposed to be very good. Bring your wife along. She has to eat, you know? Yeah. But everyone's are making excuses. So he's like, well, I've made all the food now and no one's invented the fridge yet. So we've got to do something. Yeah. So he sends his servants out and he's like, all right, anyone that looks hungry outside, get them in. Aww. And there's still room. And he's like, all right, I don't know, find the sewer people, wherever they live. <laughs> get them in. Look in the hedges. If there's people in the hedges, get them in. <laughs> and then he packs it up and he's like, brilliant, off we go. Mm. And um, I think Jesus is trying to say, really, you religious lot, you were the obvious invitees to this yeah. big religious thing that I'm doing now. Yeah. But you've all made your stupid excuses. So, you know. I mean, ha- I'll be hanging out with the poor people from now on mm. who are actually quite happy to uh, to listen and receive the message. Yeah. To be fair, I wouldn't go to a dinner party if the last dinner party he threw, he was just preaching the entire time. Well. It's not good dinner conversation just having one person talking the entire night. Yeah, you're right. And um, to be honest, Luke wasn't even there, right? This mm. guy that we're reading. Yeah. He's heard it from someone else who also, I don't think, was there either. <laughs> so who knows where he got this information yeah. from? Um, Luke might not have ever been invited to a party full stop, <laughs> right? He was just like Paul's doctor. Oh. Right? He was probably too busy studying. Yeah. Who knows Who knows where this came from? Like this whole book, that we're, all of this stuff we're doing today has come from Luke. Mm. He's just been making stuff up. He's just a guy. He's just your standard doctor. He's just been hanging out with someone who's, you know, converted. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Now we've got three more parables. All right. These are good ones. These are big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, these are parables about how happy God is when when you return to him and sort of tell him you want to sort of hang out again. Because mm. we're all sinners to begin with. We've turned our backs on God. Haven't you, Alice? Well, yeah. You've no interest in the guy. I've no interest in But him. if you want to come back, yeah. then what he's saying is, come on. open arms. Yeah. Here I am. Bring it in. So story number one is the parable of the lost sheep. Jesus says, you're a sheep in people. You've got 100 sheep. 99 you've counted. Mm. Shit. One of them's gotten lost. Mm. What are you going to do? You're going to leave the 99. You're going to find the one you want. The, the lost one, right? Mm. They're all important, but the lost one especially so. The 99 is safe, hopefully. You're going to have to leave them for the for the one, but, you know. Yeah. You've got to go get it. And when you bring it back, you're going to be absolutely thrilled and you're going to get your friends around and you're going to say, rejoice with me, I found the sheep, I lost. Brilliant. <laughs> Story okay. number two. Wait, wait. So, they're saying, okay, on one hand, this could be read as like, the kid from school who's run away is the one who needs like everyone's help the most on the other hand it could also be read as you will get the most attention if you just like are being bad yeah why not both what's wrong with that well what if there's people who are just being like not super bad but they they still need help they're being ignored He's focusing all your attention on this one one lost lad. <laughs> well, I think maybe we're stretching the metaphor too far because we don't know what the general lambing principles are for the rest y- of the day. Um, 
I think these sheep will all be tended to well. Yeah. It's just that if one's lost, and through no fault of its own, mm. sheep are... I don't know if you know much about the habits of sheep, but I yeah. had to learn a lot about them in Sunday school <laughs> because because we are sheep, Alice, metaphorically. Okay. And what sheep do is they see a bit of grass mm. and they want it and they get it and then they see a bit further away and then they are very lost because they have no real sense of where the fuck they were going to begin with. They're just <laughs> hunting grass all day long <laughs> okay. and now they're really far away. Yeah. They hang around in groups, but sometimes the grass makes them forget what's going on. Yeah. And that's what we are. Is grass We money. see something shiny like um, fornication or uh, piercings or uh, blasphemy. And we think, I'll have that. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're far away from the people of God. Okay. Who are just sitting in church and praying quietly. Right? Right. So yeah, that's us. We're the sheep. All right. Okay. We're also worms. But that's for another day. Okay, story number three yeah. is the one I'm hoping you've heard of. Mm. It's the story of the prodigal son. Oh, he returns. <laughs> Do you know anything about the prodigal son? Yeah, it's in a song somewhere. Not that I know of. Yeah, like Tenacious D or something. All right, possibly. I only knew a couple of their tracks. Is this where Prodigy comes from? No. Oh. It would make sense though if it did, right? No, Prodigal, Prodigy. No, pro- uh, Prodigy got their name from um, the synthesizer they were using or something. I not meant, the synthesizer, I the meant, kit. I meant the word, the word prodigy. prodigy. Yeah, no, not specifically no. the band. Prodigal here means lost, whereas Prodigal, prodigy means... Okay. Top Real good mind. at something, yeah. Um, Prodigal. No, I don't... I don't... I. Just business as usual for Alice, is that what we're saying? I'm saying I've heard of it. I never really knew what it meant. Okay, so here's the story. There's a dad and his two sons. Mm -hmm. And one of the sons says, look, dad, I know that... Oh, do you know what? It's the younger son. I've only just realized that that's important. Okay. Normally, the older son gets the inheritance generally. Mm -hmm. He's expecting more stuff. But what the younger son says is, I know that normally we wait till you're dead for this, dad. But can I just have like my portion of the inheritance and Mm -hmm. I can just fuck off and have a good time, please? Yeah. And... The dad says, well, as a metaphor for God in this, I'm all about um, free will and let people make their own dreadful decisions. Yeah. So, yeah, of course. Um, here's a load of cash. And so he goes to another country and he spaffs all his money up the wall. Yeah. Big partying guy. Right. Oh, surprise. Now he's got no cash. He's got to get a job for the first time in his life. Ugh. Oh, no. The only jobs available, uh, feeding pigs. That's a lovely job. Yeah, but. I appreciate it. But it doesn't pay enough for him to actually be able to feed himself. So he's looking at the pigs. Why don't you just eat some of the pig food? Yeah, that's what he's thinking. He looks at the pig food and he thinks that's... What did pigs eat in that day? Swill. Swill as in the entrails of other bits and bobs. Oh God, is that what swill is? I think swill is like just any food scraps mixed up with some like hay and like seeds I think pigs will just eat anything, won't they? Yeah, pigs will eat like pretty much going, anything. Yeah. Goats really will eat anything at all. Goats, like that goats. whole goat chewing on a tin can thing is not, it's not for comic effect. They will eat anything. It doesn't sound funny. Is that a, is that a common mm. uh, comedic mm-hmm. move? So yeah, he's feeding these pigs. He's yeah. looking at the pig food and he's thinking, fuck, I've fucked this up pretty bad actually. And he thinks back to his dad's place and he's like, God, even the servants there. We're having a 
they've got bread, mm. right? So what I should really do is go back and be like, I've really fucked this up. Yeah. And, and I'm not even pushing for a son status anymore. Yeah. I'm happy to just go, let's put me in at servant because that's, that's yeah. better than what I've got now. Yeah. So, you know, it takes him a while to get to this point, but he's like, all right, I've got to go back and just be like, I'm sorry, but I'd rather have a job here. Yeah. So he's coming back and in the distance and his dad's, his dad's looking out the window yeah. every day, just hoping his son comes back because he misses him. And as he comes back, he sees him over the top and he legs it down and he runs down to see him and he sort of falls down at his feet, gives him a big cuddle and is like, oh, I'm so glad to see you. And then the son starts this chat being like, oh, dad, I'm so sorry. I've I've kind of not got any money anymore because I had a real good time, but now I'm having a real bad time. (laughs) Um, Do you think I could be a servant or something? And his dad's like, no, no, no. You're my son. Let's go get you a robe. Let's put a ring on your finger. Just, you know, treat yourself, you know? All right, okay. Let's get the bath bombs in, you know? Um, <laughs> let's kill the fattest calf we've got. Let's have a party. Okay. Because my son's back in town. Mate, this isn't giving him good skills for, like, building his life himself, though. This is him just relying on his dad. Look, not my story. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, I think he's learned his lesson. And I think in practice, it doesn't, we know that it doesn't work, that just putting all your eggs in the God basket is like the way to make sure you never go hungry and stuff like that. There's loads of starving Christians everywhere and around the world. Oh no, this isn't a metaphor for that though. All right, carry on. Um, anyway, his older son, the older son, mm. right, who's out in the back. He's just doing his thing and he hears all this music and all these party noises. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck's going on? And it turns out this other son's back and they're in a big party and he's dressed in some fancy clothes. Mm. And he says to his dad, I've been here the whole time you and I've been doing the right like thing. That, yeah. yeah. Where's my party? And he's like, well, yeah, like it, it is. Of course, it's nice having you here all the time, but I've not been like really worried about you because you're a good kid. And I've been really worried about this guy because I really miss him. And I thought he might be dead somewhere. Not, you know, mm. not got WhatsApp or something. Not heard of from him in years. He's come back, and I'm really happy to see him. So that's why we're having a party. Yeah. And the older son's just really pissed off. Doesn't want to come to the party. Yeah. I mean, this is a good way to make people jealous of each other. Which is something that I thought that God was not chill with. Oh, well, I don't think he does want to make him jealous. He wants this the other good guy to come to the party as well. Yeah, I know, but it's like. And I think the point he's trying to make is. So Jesus has been hanging out with all the prostitutes and all the poor people and mm. all the diseased people. Mm. And he's like, it's more exciting when these guys come in. Yeah. Then when you guys come in, Pharisees, yeah. because it should have been quite easy. Shouldn't yeah. shouldn't have had to convince you very much at all. No. Because you were apparently being like, oh, we want to do what God wants already. Mm. We don't care about, you know, looking after ourselves and whatever. Yeah. I'm getting all these other guys in and this is more exciting for me because it took a bit more effort, frankly, to get them on board. Yeah. Or it should do, but it hasn't seemed to. The whole thing's a dig at the Pharisees. Okay. And bigging up the lesser people in the community. Mm. But it does, as you say, leave you with some slightly confusing uh, conclusions. Mm. You're basically saying life is just life. 
You've got to wait until you die to have the good times. No, because this, the other son is still having some good times at the house. Yeah, but I mean, like, compared to being, like, totally celebrated by your dad, just chilling out back is not as good, is it? Having a big party thrown in your honour versus... Look, Alice, imagine chilling. it this way. All you've right. got three years' time, you've got five cats. Oh, yeah. Yeah? You love all your cats very much. Yeah. And one day one of them escapes. Yeah. Right? And you don't see it for... When you say escapes... You've left a window open. <laughs> yeah. You don't see it for two months. You're sad about it. Yeah. All the other cats are getting fed every day. You're sad. Yeah. And then one day... You see this little kitty coming in. What are you going to do? Be like, you're going to give it the wet food that's normally for the weekends, even if it comes back on a Thursday. <laughs> you can be like, oh, kitty, where have you been? I hope you're all right. Yeah, but have I'd some wet food. I'd still love all of my other cats. Exactly. You would still love all of your other cats. Yeah. But you would give it the treat food when it came back because you love it and you missed it and you want to do a nice thing for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of get what you mean. Yeah, but I feel I don't know if this metaphor fully works because if you put wet food down for anywhere in your house, all of the cats are going to go straight. Okay, well, for you it. put this kitty in the bathroom for its own special meal, and you shut the door for a okay. couple of minutes <laughs> to give it some privacy with the special treat food. Okay, that's your prodigal, your prodigal cat. All right. So where does that leave us? Any of those stories any good? Um. I just feel like they were all quite flawed. The motivations behind some of it, yeah. The inviting everyone to the dinner because you get reward later, mm. it undoes all the good work that he almost did. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. I feel the bit about sitting at the top table, don't put his, don't just presume that you're the big dog when you turn up somewhere mm. and be like, yeah, I think I'm better than everyone else. Mm. And then Jesus being like, you're only going to get put down. If you think that you're good, odds are you're not and you're going to be put down. Mm. Start off humble and then, you know, let other people invite you up to the top and that'll mm. be great. That's an alright story. I'm, yeah, I, like I, think that, that's, yeah. I think that's the best of the lot. It wasn't not funny stories though, are they? I think by this point, the Bible folk have sort of got a better marketing team around mm. and they're like, what we should do for these stories is let's keep to the things that people are interested in at this time. Mm. We're talking, we've got a shepherding community. Mm-hmm. We've got, um, what are the other ones about? Feasting community. We've got, we got, yeah, we've got feasts. We've got just different types of workers. We can, we've got fishermen. Yeah. Right. Let's, let's really do stories on that, but let's avoid the bits where it's kill the kids yeah, um, they've really collect they've a bag really of stepped away from that. Whole collect me a bag of dicks. Kids. Yeah. Um. Let's just really try and really focus good. on the things that people are interested in. Yeah. And as like a political campaigning, this does work a lot better. It does. They really do pick up traction in mm. the early church. These these messages really do land, but they're not as funny. No. Which is a real shame. The shepherd and the fisher's life just they're not laugh a minute. Whereas the bag of dick collectors, there's <laughs> there's never there's never, never a, a dull a moment in the Old <laughs> Testament, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, don't worry, we'll have a crucifixion soon. Tell me 
outro AD. AD. After isn't that what it is? Yeah. Do you know what AD stands for? After doing it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what AD means? After something, isn't it? No. Before Christ and then after. (laughs) So great. After doing it. (laughs) So AD means anno domini, and it means it's Latin for in the year of our Lord. Hey, there you go. So yeah, thanks for listening to our AD Sodgepod. If you'd like to see more content, you can follow us on Instagram at Sodgepod or on Twitter at Sovjapod. S-O-F-J-P-O-D. And please like and subscribe on iTunes or your podcasting app of choice. We also get so few comments that if you were to do something, we would definitely reply. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Bye.